What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of The Lodges Podcast. For those of you that may be new, this is a gaming and esports podcast where we host business professionals, streamers, pro esports players, and others who are in the gaming and esports industry. I am your host, Juan Rodriguez. Thank you guys for tuning into the show. Today's episode is episode 46, and I was joined by two founders of the Kansas City Pioneers. Uh, so Sam and Mark both joined me on the show, had uh, an, an incredible conversation with them. For those of you guys that have been rocking with me for a little bit and have been following this podcast journey, you know that one of the big missions and goals that I have with the podcast is to give you guys as many perspectives as possible from within the industry. And so this was a new perspective. I had yet to have a group of people or a single person come on and talk about you know their journey with an esports organization whether they be a founder or something else so uh, this was really great really just talked about you know how they've built it up how the branding has been how building a staff was how they found players um, you know how they're structured whether that be competitive or whether that just be content creation with uh, their talent so we had a really great conversation um, I think you guys are really going to enjoy it and enjoy learning about a new perspective that maybe uh, you haven't heard too much about out. Um, before we jump into the episode, really quickly, I just want to throw this out there. Uh, the Lodges Podcast is now on Twitter. We've been on there for a little while. It's at The Lodges Podcast. Um, and one of the main reasons I created that Twitter was to have fan interaction and listener interaction, uh, whether that be a question or a comment. Um, a lot of you guys know that traditionally we had done that through Apple Podcasts with leaving the five-star rating and, and writing in the comments. Um, but I don't want to make people feel like they have to leave a five-star rating just to interact or or be a part of the show. So if you have a question or if you have a comment that you want myself and the guests for that episode to answer, tweet us at The Lodges Podcast. We were going to answer whichever ones come in. Um, definitely want this to be an interactive experience between you guys listening and us here on the show. So just want to throw that out there. Um, but with all of that being said, we're going to dive right into the episode. Again, this is episode 46 with Sam and Mark uh, of the Kansas City Pioneers. Hope you guys enjoyed the episode. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of The Lodges Podcast. As always, very excited uh, to be joined by you guys and to do another show. We're creeping up to 50 episodes here, so this is episode 46, um, getting close to that milestone. But with us today, uh, we've got two incredible guests. Um, it's actually only like the second time, I think, or the third time we've had multiple guests on at once. So really excited to jump into it. But with us, we have two founders of the Kansas City Pioneers. Um, we have Sam Kulikov, who is one of the founders and the director of marketing. And then we also have Mark Josie, who is another one of the original founders and the managing director. Uh, so guys, thank you so much for, for joining me here on the show. Hey, thanks for having us on. Yeah, glad to be here. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, I'm looking forward to it as as we were just talking about. Um, this is always interesting when we have more than more than one guest, right? Because I usually have just one. Um, but uh, I guess the first thing I want to tackle is really just to dive into it, the origin story of the Kansas City Pioneers. Um, I don't know if one of you guys wants to take the charge on that. If you both want to, you know, dive in kind of maybe where you came into the organization or, or how you got started there. Um, but yeah, I think it'd be cool to kind of hear how the religion got started, where the idea come from, uh, all those sorts of things. 
For sure. Yeah. Well, um, I'll, I'll kind of give some of the background um, just because there, there's been a lot of, of movement just in the last year alone. But um, really where things started was uh, I connected with LJ. Uh, he is uh, the original founder with us as well and our director of esports. And when we connected, he was first launching the brand. He had no logo. He had no, um, you know, no name, nothing. It was the, it was the very beginning. It was, uh, you know, we wanted to bring about esports in Kansas City and we wanted to start a team. And so that was the bare bones process, right? And so he came to, to Mark and I, who also happened to own a marketing agency by the name of Social Apex. And he requested our help with building the brand, uh, building videography assets and, um, you know, visual assets for, for social media, as well as just general practices of growing the community online. So from there, uh, you know, we started as the official first sponsor of the Kansas City Pioneers, helping with, the, you know, the logo ideation, the brand building from the ground up. And uh, from there, and within a you know a matter of a month or two, Mark and I realized the potential in the uh, in the Kansas City Pioneers truly, and we you know really took it upon ourselves to to become you know as well owners of the business to help really drive it to a, a successful vantage point um, to where we can really make a difference in esports as well as in our city. So. From there, that was, you know, I think uh, July was when we really connected with LJ uh, of 2019. Um, and then towards the end of the year was when things started really heating up. And then with COVID, the last, you know, couple months have been obviously, as you can imagine, just absolutely intense. We've been having, you know, just crazy elevation and movement, um, not only in the Kansas City esports scene, but in our own organization as well. So it's it's been a very fast paced journey, but something that we were most certainly prepared for prepared for, uh, given Mark and I's background and and our other founders' backgrounds in the esports space. Gotcha. So, so you guys really that's interesting because of course I'm I'm learning about you guys as well. So you guys were so you guys really came in really as players to help with the marketing side and the branding side. I'm assuming initially. Correct. Got you. Got you. Okay. Interesting. And then did. Did I guess Mark? Did you guys both? Because correct me, Sam. You were you guys were both at Social Apex. Was it was he a, a client? Did you guys just know him there in Kansas City, or did they come to you, or kind of what did that look like? Well, we had known each other personally. Um, just okay. we 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 just knew each other through personal connections. Um, he came to us as an agency, um, and so we saw the value of of sponsoring and and helping out with video and doing a lot of complimentary branding and marketing work. Um, and after we started to move there, we realized, well, you know, if we do the marketing and as well as maybe we could help out with, with, you know, the leadership as well as building the culture as well as, you know, doing all these other things, mm -hmm. given our experience, as I said. So, um, yeah, it was started as, as like a, you know, a client experience, client relation, but it quickly advanced from that. Um, when we understood kind of, you know, the opportunity in front of us. So. Yeah, no, absolutely. Okay, that's really interesting. Um, was this, I guess, for both of you, was this your first esports endeavor on a professional level, um, or had you guys done anything in the past within gaming and esports? You know, we, uh, you know, we have a very 
varying background and we've, we've been able to, to have the luxury to participate in a lot of different industries um, and been able to dip our toes and working on some marketing and, and more specifically graphic design and video projects with um, some previous clients, but nothing that was super, uh, you know, super involved it was it was more high level um i've always liked uh, the esports space and it's always been intriguing to both mark and i and um you know when this opportunity came in front of us it we really saw it as that opportunity for us to to officially kind of move into that space to, to try and and you know prove our prove ourselves and prove that you know what we learned at social apex um, in terms of the brand building side and and all that can be really translated to building an amazing esports organization Gotcha. Right. Would you, and I'm interested, I guess, too, for context for everybody listening, how do you guys classify? Because I know people can kind of have different goals and, and visions. As an esports org, do you guys want to focus on, is it content creation? Is it competitive? Is it a mix of the two? Or, or kind of what's your guys' mission and goals behind that? Um, I would say we could start with the mission. Uh, you know, the, the the mission is to be a premier professional esports team in Kansas City. So that looks like winning championships, developing a great team, um, you know, and being part of a, a larger community. Um, you, you know, and, and I think Sam was spot on where it's like quickly we realized that like this is really cool. Like, you know, mm -hmm. our culture how we internalize things, how we interact, you know, probably in our past lives, as well as currently, you know, as a, a smaller marketing agency, it's like, you know, culture, community, making connections, doing stuff that's really cool, empowering people, representing the community in which we serve. So we saw such an opportunity to just like, you know, put some cohesion behind that. And then, you know, you start, <clears throat> excuse me, you start looking around and and I think it's something that's been talked about quite often from a Kansas City perspective like hey we should have a professional team uh, and and no one's really uh, probably crazy enough or or, or or maybe this is just a good time to be kind of the the, the first to market right um, and, and and so that's just what we did and and you know really to to kind of connect the two so from the first day there's probably 25 of us now. Um, and that's, that's, that's kind of broken up into, we have about 17 players and streamers. We have three on the creative team. There's five on the leadership team. And, uh, you know, what, one of the things that I think <clears throat> besides our past experiences and, and a group of, you know, fantastic players and streamers, you know, the, the guys and girls that make up the Kansas City Pioneers, like couldn't be more happy about how they align with the vision, how, you know, they, uh, interact with each other and and in within our community, so that thing's really cool. Um, but we're we're pretty much in like Call of Duty, Fortnite, Rocket League, CS:GO, uh, League of Legends, Apex. You can imagine Valorant, right? Like, so the entire team got beta codes like day one, so we're definitely seeing activity there um, as well. But uh, yeah, it's it's been you know it's been really good growth, and I think pragmatically it went from you know the the arc of of the story is is really interesting but it's always like community first gamer first culture first right and and so that's something that we felt like one resonated with us internally like big you know emotional commitment to do this and then also um just a very cool thing to be a part of so yeah well i i always i say it often on the podcast you know my goal 
with it is to bring on people that are touching the industry or impacting the industry in all sorts of different ways. And so with that being said, I actually have yet to have anyone or, or a group of guests on that come from a grassroots org or any kind of work for that matter. So was excited to have you guys on and, and chat about this because this will definitely be uh, a new subject and, and new insight for all the listeners. Um, something I want to dive into is, I mean, I can imagine, right, it, it, in esports org from the outside, there's a lot of cool things happening. Um, you know, the brand, you can look really cool. But something I definitely want to dive into is, you know, what are some of the struggles or challenges that, that you guys have faced since you enter Kansas City Pioneers? Um, you know, what have been some of the things that you guys have had to tackle and go through to kind of get to where you're at right now and as well as, you know, continue to go on? Uh, yeah, that's a great question. We'll we'll just maybe we'll go every other one ish or two to two, but um, such is the problem with multi guests. But um, <laughs> I, I think that I think the challenges are a couple things, right? Like one, our strategy is if you look at it, we're trying to build a multidisciplinary organization, right? So I just talked about kind of all all the um, you know all the games and and things we're excited about and we're in, and so we look at it like. You know, you you can see the evolution of these giant organizations, and then you see into some very specific gaming, um, you know, city based, right? But not really multidisciplinary. So, like the 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 challenges, you know, a couple things. One, how do you tell that story? Uh, two, how do you define um, the right people and stakeholders that are not going to be exploitive in the current environment. Right. Um, and, and, and not just try to go like, I've heard esports is swell, you know, like, and, and, and to do really the right thing and to put the right people first. Um, so that, that's a challenge and, and, uh, and, but, but I think it's okay, right. It's okay to be, to be patient. I think the other challenge is, you know, to, um, to be very pragmatic about, what our mission, our vision is and how team and community is first and building it the right way before we go out and launch and say, Hey, we would be, you know, you would be a great sponsor or, um, you know, Hey, we would love to, to partner here. It's like, let's, let's build it really right. I mean, we have a really, um, committed leadership team. I think the challenge was also identifying the right people. And I think you can look at between Sam, myself, you know, Lorenzo Brown is the director of esports. We have Alex Laughlin, who's the director of operations. And we just brought on Jeremy Terman, which is our director of partnerships. And so the, the challenge as well is finding the right group of leaders that are servant leadership mentality, that it's not about, you know, it, it, it's not about the, the private jet and the, and the, you know, flexing the team house and, and all these things. It's about really doing something different the right way with the right people. So I would say that those are some of the big challenges, right? So. Yeah, I can imagine, you know, putting together a, a team of people that you, like you're saying, have all the same values, all, all want the same thing. Um, it, it's awesome when you have it, but I can imagine initially when you're trying to form that team, it can sometimes be difficult, you know, to make sure everyone's uh, visions are aligned. Um, are you guys all, and, and I was curious for this, are, is all of your, I guess your staff, as well as your, your creators and your players, are you guys all local to Kansas city or do you have some that are within other states and cities? Yeah, we, uh, actually it's, it's funny you ask that. Cause you know, obviously as with the Kansas city name, we, we do have a lot of people in the Kansas city area. However, we do have 
um, a lot of people that are not here in Kansas City. So, uh, you know, our creative director, um, Lloyd, he is from the United Kingdom. Um, you know, some of our other players are from different uh, states around the United States. Uh, it, it really kind of varies. You know, definitely we have a larger base in the Kansas City market just because of our locale, obviously. But uh, we're really not looking to just um you know cater to right like with the kansas city chiefs you know there's people that aren't from kansas city that like the kc chiefs right like it's about building a brand that leverages that city pride like mark was talking about but also leaning into the fact that this fight for kansas city is a fight for everybody so people who are from kc will represent and support this mission but people otherwise will also see the grind and will will respect what's going on and will want to participate yeah, I think that's I think that's really well said to kind of get everybody behind it. Um, how did you guys and I guess this would be interesting to hear about as well is how do you then when you're building the staff, when you're looking for new players, when you're looking for creators, how do you guys as an org go about that? Um, I guess like for competitive, do you guys, you know, look at the games that you're already competing in and do you go and look at leaderboards? Do you guys scroll through Twitch, socials, or kind of what's some of the recruitment process behind maybe both staff and players slash creators? So in general, it, it depends on the on the de, you know department per se, right? Like for for us, we started with just four of us, and now, as Mark said, you know, there's over twenty, and uh, especially as a grassroots organization, you know, delegation um, and proper allocation of time and resources is is crucial to scale, right? So for us, it's it's figuring out, okay, how do we how do we make sure that we are you know, leveraging, leveraging our strengths and, and moving efficiently. And so I think really what, what it comes down to is when we're looking for someone, for example, Lorenzo handles a lot of what we do uh, when it comes to competitive esports. Um, most of that, right? So he is constantly engaging. He's on Twitter. He's in Twitch. He's gaming with people. Um, you know, he's interacting with a lot of different people, just constantly on a day-to-day basis. Um, you know, scouting, playing with people, observing personality, observing talent, right? Um, but then on the other side, of course, with leadership, it's not quite the same, right? I'm not going to go on Twitch and, and, and try and find a director of, of sponsorships or something, right? right? Like, so, but, but it does come through, you know, that's where Mark and I, um, or Alex, our director of operations, then have, you know, different business connections and potentially the entrepreneurship space or, or other uh, neighboring markets. And then we'll look to there and then specifically look to people that we trust, right, um, to help us lead this. Because the four of us uh, and or the five of us on leadership are, are very much so on the same page. And that's what helps us really determine what we need. So LJ has, you know, he's building out the esports department um, while we have me and creative and, and Alex developing the content creators, um, which is, you know, that's being developed almost solely through Twitter. Um, right. We've had just through our team, we've had, I think, uh, 20 million, 20 plus million impressions in just the last few months on Twitter, um, just through our, our content creators and our team. So we're, we're making sure that we're trying to hit every space that we can, whether it's the B2B angle um, with our, you know, our our founding member inclusion in the Kansas City Coalition, uh, Esports Coalition, uh, or, you know, or, or maybe it even is on Twitch or on Twitter, right? Like we just want to make sure that we're, we're taking our time uh, and not trying to build a shoddy ship. We, we want to really build something that can last for forever. Absolutely. Yeah. And, and I think that might be a good transition. I did want to 
jump into um both of your guys roles to, to get a little bit more context as we continue to go through the conversation so i don't know which one of you guys maybe wants to go first and and just i guess dive into you know what does your day-to-day look like what are where does a lot of your time get focused um you know those sort of things yeah well mark i'll go first and you can take it since you're already on mute um so you know as as you know, as you mentioned to, as you as you alluded to, the union between Social Apex and Kansas City Pioneers is um, is very unique, um, and it's definitely something that's really helped us uh, as an org to to develop in such a fast pace. Um, so, with that being said, I'm you know of course founder of our our marketing agency as well, and it allows us to build this beautiful union where uh, I'm creating and developing the business with with Social Apex. And by doing that, it, it you know it also affects the growth of Kansas City Pioneers. So a lot of time that I'm spending with Social Apex, I'm spending that actually is benefiting Kansas City Pioneers and vice versa, right? So it's it's really beautiful. So that way that I can spend 70 to 80 hours on Social Apex and KCP and really I'm getting, you know, 100, 120 hours of exponential like result because it's this, you know, overlap, right? So with my duties, it's really comes down to content and, and curation the content team as well as the creative team. Um, so with that being said, we have three on our creative team that uh, you know are, are all over the place. They're different states, different countries. And, and we've had to, you know, for me, I'm managing uh, our entire creative team, making sure that we're keeping schedule and task management on, you know, people getting their thumbnails, people getting banners, people getting video edits, people getting um, their emotes, people getting uh, their Twitch panels. You know, as we onboard new streamers, we need to make sure that their branding is up to up to par and, and that we're helping them grow their presence. So, you know, it's it's definitely a big movement, right? And again, it's grassroots. So it's not like we have, a, you know, $50 million to throw at this. It's it's really trying to, to curate unique business solutions that allow people to not have to spend 20 hours, but still get that amount of result, right? So it's creating the proper delegation process. So managing that creative team, managing the expectations on the streamers, telling them this is how much we need from you each week. This is what we need to see. You know, this is the rewards you're going to get or, you know, that type of thing. And, and really it's, it's a matter of bringing that that constant, consistent movement through social media uh, by way of creative content and you know community engagement. So that so that's really what my my day to day responsibilities are is continuing to curate that creative uh, side and to develop the brand further so that we can help enrich our streamers and make their brands grow uh, while simultaneously leveraging their growth. Uh, to build on what we have to uh, to build. Yeah, and and from my perspective, um, you know, the first and I shouldn't rank them, but I will say one of the things that's always on my mind is do we have the right culture? Uh, so that's super important to me. So my my day to day, what that looks like and sounds like, that's <clears throat> excuse me, one on ones with our with our leadership team. You know, weekly, it's constant engagement with you know Discord and. Um, and then also a lot with the team, right? Like it's, it's jumping on their streams, um, you know, dipping into discords, doing some one-off stuff, like just, just really celebrating successes, um, and let everyone know that, yes, we have like, 
you know, there's a leadership team, but it's the conduit to make everyone successful, right? So there's no, um, you know, traditional hierarchy. Yes, we have roles and responsibilities and things that are on my plate that may not be on someone else's plate, but uh, like that's super important to us, right? Not just indicative mm-hmm. of myself. Um, and then of course it's what like funding, sponsorships, uh, branding, a lot of intelligent networking uh, goes around that. So, so that's probably more of like what a week looks like for me. Yeah, no. And I mean, you guys both obviously carry important roles. You know, I think Sam on your side with, with the creative and the branding, I mean, I think a lot of us would agree that content is king in, in the day and age that we're in. And I think that's only going to continue from here. Um, so I can imagine everything that goes behind that. And I mean, that's, that's what everybody from the outside's perspective is seeing, you know, and I think that's what attracts people maybe initially is just kind of, you know, what does the brand look like? What does the org look like? Um, you know, if, if, if you're not, uh, you know, don't know it from Kansas city, maybe. Um, but then Mark on your side, I, I completely agree that culture is so important and, and I'm sure that, you know, culture isn't built overnight and it's something that, you know, you guys got to continue to work at, um, and build, but I, I can imagine that that's also an important role, um, to carry on. But I, th- I think what I love from hearing from both of you guys is, and, and you know, kind of just from my perspective, you know, someone that sits outside of in org setting is I see a lot of, I guess we could call them like Instagram orgs, right? Twitter orgs where you have these people that have created a team or, or a creative content streaming team, whatever you might, might want to call it. Um, and you don't see that behind a lot of them, right? Like a lot of them is just kind of, it's there on the internet. Maybe they have thousands and thousands of followers, but the creative isn't there. The, you can tell that the culture isn't there um, by their videos, but I think something that's cool about you guys and, and part of the reason why, you know, a lot of people recommended you guys to come on. But after I checked out your stuff is that all these things that you guys are talking about, you know, I even just saw from going through your social media pages, seeing what the tweets were like, seeing what the videos were like, uh, checking out the website. So, I, I mean, I think you guys definitely um, are at the start of, of building something really unique. Yeah, well, we we appreciate that. I mean, it's as as we talk with a lot of people about a lot of folks try and get into the space very quickly and in a cash grab mentality. And for us, we know that esports is something that that we are really passionate about, and it's something that you know we really want to really want to be on the front line of. And so, with that being said, we know that we don't want to bring again a shoddy product to market. We want to build it the right way, take our time and find the right partners, the right opportunities to continue to evangelize our message and evangelize our brand. Because we can always, you know, it's not like, it's not like, I mean, getting a million dollars is very difficult, but if you get a million dollars and you're not ready for it, then what do you, what do you do then? Right. And that's what we're seeing. True. So true. Like just to elaborate on that point. Yeah. I mean, there's, there's obviously some practicality of having like fundamental you know, structure and, <laughs> right, you know, right. business sense and, and, and experience. Right. But me coming in saying I have an MBA of marketing and I've managed five States in my previous role and, you know, reported to the president in the role, you know, prior to this and, you know, like run a marketing agency with Sam and a bunch of other people like that's that, that, which side note, that wasn't meant to be a flex. Like that, that that's counterintuitive <laughs> to what my point is, which is like, we do have experience, but that's not what we lead with. Right. Like we don't right. lead with like, nobody wants to hear, right. Like, Oh, I'm your boss because somebody gave me a title. And oh, by the way, I've made that title because of what I did before. 
And so like, that's just disingenuous, right? So I talked a little bit about servant leadership. Like we don't lead with that. And we also don't lead with the mindset of, we can make a lot of money doing this like that. Like, no, like if you're doing it for that, you're doing it for the wrong reasons. Right. <clears throat> and it's very similar to like, you know, the CBD space and the cannabis space, like, you know, it's only bad until the right amount of people get in from like a, a collective, um, uh, perspective on the other side of the fence, right? It's not about like, how do we weaponize this? It's not about like, how do we, you know, like, how do we give our streamers 1% of like, whatever, but just go take a giant sponsorship? Like, that's not what it's about, right? So, so, so I think that that's that mix of the right leaders. It's the right, it's the mix of, you know, applying your day to day to the mission and the vision and, and building a team with something interesting. So it's this, you know, and in business, it's always like, if you're not going, you know, forward, you're going backwards. And there's a, there's a little bit more of like, hurry up and wait. Because like we need to hit a certain you know OKR KPI, hundred um, percent true. But really, if we're not committed to the long term vision, it's just not going to work. And so I think you're spot on, right? Where it's just like there's a lot of esports consultants I've noticed with the uh, on LinkedIn with the old COVID, right? I, I've definitely noticed some uh, IGs popping. It's like. You know, I think you can get a logo and, 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 you know, you can, you can get some swag Twitch panels, but that, that doesn't make you just like having a direct report doesn't make you a leader, right? Just like Mm -hmm. having a child doesn't make you a parent, right? A father, like it's, it's different, right? So, so we, we treat it very much like culture, community, our team is the most important with a long-term vision. So, Mm -hmm. yeah. I mean, and there has to be emotional commitment too, right? Like that's the, that's the big thing that we're leaning into. It's like, you know, we're, we're all after money. Everyone's, you know, got a job. Everyone's got bills to pay. We get that. Like we for sure are, are, are seeing the back end potential of, of revenues and profits and all the like, you know, that that's great, but it's a matter of what are you going to be committed to doing every day? Like we have, you know, as we talked about, we have 17, uh, 17 content creators that we're managing and that, you know, we, we have one-on-ones with them every week. We have a weekly meeting with all the content creators. We're, we're talking to them. We're constant communication, like while also running the business and running the other eight and running the agency. So for us, it has to make sense. Like I have to care about these people. I have to care about what we're doing. Um, and, and the people we've curated into our, into our, you know, ecosystem thus far make me really excited to to wake up in the morning and and to push forward not only the people that uh, work under the brand of Kansas City Pioneers but also are you know the people that we're lucky to call our partners um, and collaborators here in Kansas City um, it's it's that emotional commitment that that drives everything it drives the correct decisions drives decisions based on empathy and based on awareness and observation as opposed to technical data points and um, you know x and y and ones and zeros which is great but it's not applicable here anymore yeah no and i think that's an interesting i think you guys kind of both mentioned it in a way is and kind of what came to mind is the example for me and i can't remember where which podcast or where last year i was hearing this but i was hearing one of the founding members from phase clan talk about how when they transitioned from uh you know kind of just having the the founders and the streamers be there to then where they brought in business people and kind of, you know, like the, the, the executive members they had come in that traditionally had, you know, a lot of music industry background or, or professional background, you know, that whole sort of thing. And they, 
began to blend. Mm-hmm. You know, it was interesting. They talked about like, you know, it's not a, and I think it was something kind of marked to what you're saying is, it's not like a, us telling them what to do or them coming in and telling us what to do, but it's really leveraging, you know, the background and the experiences that both bring and then combining them together. And I think that's what creates something special. And, and it kind of sounds that, you know, that's kind of what you're mentioning is, you know, like, yeah, you guys both have um, backgrounds that maybe aren't in esports and gaming, but that are in business and have these values. And now you've seen how you can bring them into an organization, create that culture, create the branding and all those things that make something special. That's exactly right. hundred percent. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, cool. Okay. Well, I want to, and I guess actually before we leave that one more question for you guys, I guess is having those backgrounds right where how has that been um maybe let's go this route let's say networking right you you have these backgrounds and now you're doing everything you guys have been doing uh for the pioneers how have how do you think that you've been able to leverage that um whether it's been business development whether that's been you know processes uh for the organization yeah can Mm -hmm. you guys touch on that yeah, I, I can jump in. <clears throat> the you know, like it's what you're talking about is you know our strategy, right? Like, I, I think we we talked about our why and and you know why we get up in the morning, which is crucial, right? And then it becomes like, what what is our strategy? And and it's to to build a strong brand, right? It is a lifestyle brand. It is a community meets culture. So you got to do a lot of a lot of networking, right? Like uh, a lot of conversations and, 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 you know, I think for us that the, the strategy with networking is articulating that, yes, we are multidiscipline, you know, and, and what does that mean? Right. So a lot of times we talk about what does it look like and sound like, you know? And so for us, like the multidiscipline piece makes it easier to engage um, a broader audience. It's, it, it's easier to engage larger social and subscriber reach, um, it's going to drive bigger opportunities for strategic partners, you know, and, and that allows for much more like deeper, uh, I should say deeper and wider conversations with, with, um, you know, the right, not that there's the wrong people, but uh, I'm sure there is, uh, but with the right people. Right. Um, and then, and then we internalize that too. Right. Like there's also like internally, we're looking for quality players and personalities. So there's definitely processes and procedures for us, whether it's, you know, Slack, Asana, Discord, you know, Google, you know, shout out all the apps. Um, <laughs> but, but, but in, in all seriousness, like it's, we, we know that, it, it, you know, we can have a very cultural relevant conversation. We can have, um, accessibility to our team. We can have most, um, I'm not going to say all, but I, I'm sure all, um, like to, to be able to articulate the vision and the mission, right. Which is really cool. Um, you know, so, so whether going from like, Hey, I really appreciate your, you know, Hey, great job getting like, you know, 20 subs last night, like, or, or talking to an investor of like, let's talk a little bit about this, like, you know, 1.8 billion addressable market and 64% of revenue is coming from partnerships, right? Like, so, <laughs> so being able to jump in and out of those conversations, make it really, really fun. It's also um, crazy, right? So you have to like be willing to do something, um, you know, what is the, the, the quote, like those who change the world are crazy enough to think they can do it. Like, I'm sure I messed that up, but I'm sorry, it Steve Jobs. Yeah. yeah, it's close enough. We'll, we'll say like loosely paraphrase. Um, but yeah, so 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 that's kind of it, right? So we'll have conversations, you know, a lot of synergies and other verticals uh, as well. 
I, I think for us, Sam had mentioned the Kansas City Esports Coalition, and 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 I'm sure he can talk a little bit more about you know bringing that to Kansas City. But we we you know as being part of the the Kansas City Esports Coalition, we know that if their mission, uh, our mission, is to to help use esports to do good and bring economic growth and advocate and enrich esports in the culture, there's a lot of people you can talk to about that, right? And it's not indicative of Kansas City, so it's really interesting, right? So we do approach it as the Kansas City Chiefs and Sporting Kansas City and Kansas City Royals, right? Like we approach it as like, of course, we have the homestand. We have some people that went to, you know, that that uh, you know might have went to like some of the universities and get to play in, in the big in the big time. Um, but like we're here, and it's something much more than what it is, right? So. So I think that's, you know, I think that was a long answer to your question, but we really do believe that uh, I think it's hugely important for us to bring visibility, identify stakeholders, partners, sponsors, drive economic growth back into Kansas City, make sure that like we are, um, you know, helping apply some of these opportunities to do really good for our community, to think about how we can, you know, educate, develop um, and really make an impact. Right. So um, there you go. (laughs) <laughs> no, no, no. That was, that was a great answer. I appreciate it. <laughs> yeah, I went in, man. I'm sorry. I went in. <laughs> no, I love it. I can see the passion. I love it when people get deep. Uh, anything to add to that, Sam? Yeah, I mean, I, I really was just going to say that it's, you know, a lot of people look at business as this, you know, illustrious, mysterious, like, sales driven, you know, whatever. But wh- when you really break it down, um, business is, is strategy and, and tactics, right? It's it's aligning on on a goal, um, and it's an attacking it with a set of disciplines, right? So for us, you know, all of our experience in, in building businesses, building entrepreneurial ventures, as well as managing brands, both national, international, local, um, that's given us that ability and that perception to to look at culture and to understand, you know, how do we apply this in a way that is going to actually work and scale a business, right? A lot of people, like you said, they build these Twitter um, orgs. And, and what happens is there's this like surface level penetration of responsibilities, right? So everyone's kind of barely doing anything. They're all sort of like overlapping and doing whatever. But for us, where it's different is Mark and I understand how to not only manage multiple people, but also how to manage people of younger generations as well as other generations, right? These multicultural, um, multi-generational makeups is, is, is our bread and butter, right? So, so for us, we understand those things and then understanding that, okay, I can't as, you know, for me, I do a lot of, uh, most of our videography for, for a lot of what we're doing here for Kansas City Pioneers. And, you know, I'm, I also am doing, you know, some of the graphic design as well, but I can't, you know, I can't be leveraging myself just one single person every day to try and get to these goals that we have for ourselves. So instead we have to create the right process and the right role assignment to people in the org so that they are staying locked in, that we're, you know, checking up with them. We're making sure that, you know, tasks are taken care of, that people are feeling good, that people are feeling happy, that people are feeling, you know, respected and that they're being handed responsibilities that, you know, are indicative of what they feel like they should be doing. Um, so I think it's, it's, there's something to be said about these nuances of business and that everyone sees it as this kind of like 
you know, just this capitalist like movement where really I see it as like these nuances of strategy and, and human psychology and, and empathy and, and giving people the necessary, you know, environment to be the best version of themselves. And when you put them in those positions, they enable you to exponentially grow your organization because Mark and I as two people or Mark and I and the rest of the founders as five people cannot do the work of 25. You know what I mean? But so, so (laughs) there's just a lot to be said about building practices and it's something that I wish I would have learned way more about in school. It's something that, you know, it's hard to even put words to, but building culture is one of the most paramount abilities of any business in, in, in the 21st century, in my opinion. Yeah, without a doubt. And I think too, like all the successful esports orgs, you know, the ones that are going to continue to go on, I think are going to have that, that culture that you guys continue to talk about um, as well as just, it sounds like you guys have a lot all hands on deck approach where, where each and everybody is kind of helping everybody however they can. Everyone obviously, like you guys are saying, has rules, but it, it's a team approach. Um, and I think that's, that's like you're saying, that's some, there's something special about that. It, it kind of goes beyond just being a business and, and kind of having mm-hmm. a, a salesy approach. Um, and truthfully, I think that's, that's what makes it fun as well. At least, at least in my opinion is, you know, when you're building something like that and you've got a lot of people that again, have the same mindset and the same goals and, and want to take, uh, something somewhere and you're doing that as a group, I think there's, there's definitely something special about that. So Absolutely. I think that's. I mean, I, I think that's right too. And just to add to that, like you know, it, it's all about the foundation, right? Like you can build the foundation, even if you have the wrong foundation, you can start building upon it. But at some point, right, if you didn't take care to to build the right foundation, you will be so sad about all the time, effort, energy, and money spent picking out your backsplash, right? Like it is not a good idea, right? Like it eventually will come down. So culture is paramount. Uh, for us as, as, as really the base. Right. And then that's what happens. Like, you know, you look at the, just very recently having the right, um, you know, framework, it's like, what, what happens when the team doubles again, like in, Mm -hmm. you know, 30, 45 days, right. What happens when it doubles again and then Sam nailed it. Right. So what happens when, um, you know, all of a sudden here's like, okay, let's go look for the team house now. And like we, you know, right. And then it's like, oh, we don't have the right process and who's going to manage it. And wait, wait a second. Like, you know, like what, it, it, anyways, we don't have to go on about it, but, but, but I yeah. think that um, just really paramount to, to building the right structure and doing it the right way. So you can scale with the right people. Um, and then obviously having um, developing internally, which is really cool, right? So the the person that started making, you know, maybe she's making the graphics, and which is really cool. And then all of a sudden, she's managing the team, right? Or he's a streamer. And now all of a sudden, he's like coaching some of the stuff because it's like, hey, man, like, so that's really cool. So we're, we're really, we're really excited about that. And we're already starting to see some of that, which is cool. Yeah. Planning for six, building for success, right? Like you got to build your, you got to build your businesses with, with confidence, right? That's why so many people, you know, in my mind, like I, I'm a recent graduate of, uh, you know, from UMKC from the university of Missouri in Kansas city with entrepreneurship degree. And a lot of, of what they taught in school was, um, you know, it wasn't a waste. It was very, it was topical. Right. And I, and I gained a lot more from just my connections with the professors there, um, and their friendship and partnership and mentorship but mainly it was you know just exposing to the fact that like it's you know being a business person being an entrepreneur as i said it's about being a 
being a human being and, and, and really connecting with the things that drive you as a person that make you happy. Cause when you're happy, you know, like when Mark and I get to get on this call with 17 people and like when six months ago, it was six of us or set, right? Like it's just, it, it lights you up in the, in everything. It just makes you feel amazing because you have all these people dedicated to this journey. And it's just, it's, it's a one of a kind experience. Yeah, absolutely. And I love that. And again, not to, we, we can transition from this after this, but I think that you guys continue to bring up a really good point that you also have to plan for the future. So, you know, Mark, like you're saying, if, if a team house, you know, happens a month from now, for whatever reason, you guys have kind of put yourself in a position to win and, and it really is a long-term game. And, and again, I think that's something you guys are doing great because you definitely do see um, a lot of these orgs that, that kind of come up. And, and I think a lot of them, and again, I'm not trying to diss anybody, but I just think a lot of them have too much of a short-term vision. Um, and it's like, okay, so if you guys are successful, what happens then? Like, are you ready for that next step? But anyways, I just mm -hmm. think that's really important. And I think that's cool that you guys are focusing in on that. Um, well, I want to pivot a little bit here, kind of, and we've alluded to a little bit, but, you know, you guys, I think you saw on, on your your vision statement on the website is, you know, you guys want to go beyond just being an esports org. And you guys have mm -hmm. talked a little bit about, you know, uh, putting Kansas City on the map for esports for, for impacting. Can you guys go a little bit more deeper and dive into, you know, what are some of the goals and visions that you guys have that's beyond gaming and esports? Yeah, for sure. And I, 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 I love this question um, because it comes up in, in a variety of, of forms, but, but generally in most of my conversations, I, I, I get to talk about this. Um, and that is that esports is unique. It's something we've never seen before, right? And everyone says that when new emerging industries come out, but this is truly something different. This is a combination of pop culture, the Internet of Things, the you know Silicon Valley tech advancements. There's just so many intersections that meet um, in the the industry of esports, right? And so, with that being said, it's it's just an amazingly intriguing and fun environment to be in, right? It's progressive, it's fast, it's 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 amazing for for business people, entrepreneurs, and creators alike. But with that being said, it's much bigger than that for us. And the reason I say that is because there's a lot of, of things in the world that, you know, we want to change as people, right? There's a lot of, of different goals that we have as, as a human race to, to take care of the, those around us. Um, and now more important, it's now more important than ever to think about that, right? So with that being said, esports with, with this incredible intersection and, and this diversity is the most powerful vehicle for change that we've seen since probably the start of the internet. Um, it, it is enabling us to have conversations around empowerment, diversity, and inclusion that we were never able to poise. Uh, now we're able to talk about what it looks like when a 12-year-old female from Wyoming wins as a Fortnite champion of the world, right? When that happens, are we prepared for what that looks like for, you know, that, 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 helps keep i mean in so many ways we're empowering young women we're empowering young men we're empowering 12 year olds to we're changing how these young people can feel and and look up to themselves and be inspired right when we when we lift these people up in the correct way we are empowering people from around the world at almost every second if we can if we need to 
through all these mediums, through constant digital communication, if we win, if we, as Kansas City pioneers, if we lift ourselves up, not only will we be a flag that any Kansas City kid who enjoys is gaming or you know that it's that's looking for an outlet that's looking for that piece that they're missing not only can they fly with us but everyone that's looking for for you know access again inclusion diversity empowerment because what we're seeing is that this intersection and i talked to some yes someone yesterday about this was that esports is has to be collaborative not like some industries, right? Like you can, you know, if you're in the plumbing industry, yeah, you probably can manage like a three fourths of the supply chain um, with one shell, you know, big company and you can manufacture everything. But with esports, it's impossible, right? Think about it. If we're trying to host a tournament, we need an event planner. We need the actual location. We need location services. We need technology services, AV services. Then not to mention, we need like player and concessions. And then we need internet of internet routing and we need, you know, computer setups. And it, it's it's at this point where not one business can just take care of it. We need separate nodes of a community that are that are specializing in what they're great at, helping each other out to get that to happen. So, with that being said, the reason that Kansas City is so so you know important for us is because, as I kind of alluded to in the beginning, leveraging that the city pride, right? Those Midwestern values, the, this momentum that we've seen in Kansas City in the last, you know, five to seven years, we've won every sport, you know, every championship in each division, right? With sporting Royals and Chiefs. And so now we're at this point where we're seeing this hope, we're seeing this light here in Kansas City, this, you know, this vision of a new reality. And, and I think that 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 tone fits so well with where esports is going as a culture that the union between them in our minds was going to be perfect and it's being proved to that as such not only with the you know uh, founding the kansas city esports coalition and you know we have on uh, the thursday uh, may 4th at 7 p.m we are launching our kansas city regional covid 19 response and recovery fund um, which is going to be launched with our inaugural event uh, it's going to be called Gaming for Good. So this is something that's been put together by the Kansas City Sports Commission, Populous, Social Apex, and the Pioneers, as well as many other businesses like the Midwest Esports, Local Legends, Esports Supply. There are so many players in this city in the last eight months that we have done so much at, together that it's just been amazing, right? So for us to circle back, our vision is to take Kansas City and use it as a poster child to show people what culture, community, and inclusion and access look like in you know in a very professional way. Absolutely, yeah. Mark, did you have? Uh, I definitely want to give you a, a chance. Do you have anything to add to that? <clears throat> I mean, it's hard to add to that. That's exactly <laughs> how I feel on the inside, Juan. Right? Like that's 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 really. I, I mean, I think that's it. Like. I look yeah. at it as everything he said and like, why not us? Right. Right. right? No, and, um, and it's cool that you guys have, you know, I guess, and I didn't even realize that these, you know, your traditional professional teams that are kind of, I guess, coming up and, and in the past didn't, I don't keep up with professional sports in Kansas city very much, but that's cool. If you guys do have that connection of, you know, the traditional sports teams rising up and then now you can do that with esports. I mean, I think that's something really special for a city. I think so too. I mean, I think there's a, you know, I think Sam used the union and Venn diagram. I think there's just so many of them and there's a lot of, of fun things to do and we're, we're just getting started. I think how's that. Do you guys That's want gross. to touch on 
um, the the Kansas City Esports Coalition. Kind of a little bit of background about you know why it was created yeah. and, and how it's working in Kansas City. For sure, yeah. So uh, the Kansas City Esports Coalition um, really started uh, at the at the height of the COVID uh, crisis. Um, you know what's funny, Juan, is that we got involved in its inception process. Uh, indirectly because of the charity stream that you had hosted um we connected previously with some different partners in uh, the community uh, most notably jake zinn and and abdul from local legends and jake zinn from esports supply but we we joined your charity stream and and from there jake you know one off messaged me and, and brought up the the concept that that they had a charity event um in the works right and so we were like oh awesome charity event and then from there, we started to have a conversation. We realized there was, you know, this building effort really in just the last couple of weeks um, that they were bringing in all these partners. And, you know, really there was so much activity. And this was just within, you know, like I said, a week or two weeks time. And so we get, you know, we move in and we're starting to talk about this charity stream and how we can help out. And then we start to see how there's so many opportunities for, you know, development of branding and messaging and marketing for the Kansas City Esports Coalition making sure that it's positioned as a legitimate entity and in the way of being proper for the you know for the the city to represent but also being culturally relevant right so with that being said we started to to develop um you know we we did not develop the logo but but everything else graphically from the coalition is coming from from the social apex team and um a lot of the facilitation for stream production um and just rollout of this event has been facilitated by the kansas city pioneers team so again that union between the businesses has been beautiful and and very fruitful because it's allowed us to to be very helpful um, and to really help get things out there right so creating uh you know educational graphics announcement graphics as well as sponsorship cards and um you know helping align on what twitch needs to be doing and and what uh you know what the moderation chat looks like all these different nuances to what you know an event looks like for esports as well as you know running an esports coalition um so mainly again as mark you know as mark said it's focused on driving economic growth through the esports industry in Kansas City, right? But people like Marvin Mastin and Jake Zinn and Abdul really understand it, is that it's it's about building it the right way, um, and it's about building it with the right partners. Um, you know, those three, as well as a lot of others, have been just phenomenous, just just phenomenal, um, and just being doing things just frankly larger than life. And so I, I've just been really honored to to be able to to work with them and and to bring about some of this change that we've seen in the last six months. Yeah, no, it's it's crazy to see, oh. honestly. You know, obviously, a lot of I think some other industries. I'm not going to count those out. Have have done things as oh. as you know, we as a nation and honestly, have a world have, have kind of gone through with this whole thing surrounding coronavirus. But it's been, I think, extra special to kind of see um, things within gaming and esports. How many mm -hmm. uh, charity tournaments I've seen? How many charity events I've seen? How many uh, organizations? Uh, just putting something together to, to make an impact um, on people that really don't even have to be anywhere tied to, to gaming or esports, but to just yep. have, you know, a cultural impact. Mm -hmm. And, you know, you guys, are just, this is just an, another event. That's another example of, of how amazing that is. And I think that, you know, esports has shined in, in a couple of different ways during all this, you know, given that, 
things have kind of been able to go on, right? I still think there are parts of esports and gaming that have, you know, suffered a little bit, but it this has definitely been one of them where the the charity work and and making an impact um it's really shined and and so i think it's going to be really special at the end of all this when when people because i'm sure they're hearing about it even if they're not in any gaming or esports they're gonna look back and be like wow like look at all these things that went on within this industry like it it really goes beyond just playing video games as, as some people might look at it yeah you know it's an interesting point like it will be um interesting to see what the aggregate aggregate you know impact for lack of a better term whether it's monetarily volunteerism or or you know um would would be right um other than hearing like you know like i i just think that it's yes like through this a lot of good has come out and and um and obviously it's unfortunate and obviously we appreciate all the frontline workers and and you know hope everybody is safe and well um i feel like that's always a caveat that we should say um but 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 i but but i definitely think that there's a lot of good people wanting to do good stuff and this is such a great um format um and conduit to do it right um and and the fact that you know, the, the fact that there is a Kansas City Esports Coalition, as an example, to, to be a part of that um, for us, that just align beautifully with what our vision is, like doing good development, advocation, enrichment, all in the Kansas City area and beyond, right? Like that, that, that's, that is the power of esports, right? And so for us, like, why wouldn't we do that? Um, with some really cool people that are very passionate about their craft and their game and, you know, their team. And like, we're, we're just very excited about it for sure. Not to mention on top of that, that, you know, as, as Kansas City Pioneers, we are, you know, uh, most recently even the only real esports organizational presence in Kansas City. And so for us, there, there's a responsibility, you know, that we, that we find ourselves with. Um, and that's to, to lead the, to lead the way and, and to be, so for us to be on the coalition, that's a big deal, um, to be the one on esports org on the coalition, especially as a founding member. But for us, it's about, again, like just from this hour conversation, you probably already know us very well, Juan, where it's like, we want more orgs. We want more people in this space. We want more growth. We, we want competition. We want we want this to happen. We want this to be a fruitful industry. We, we don't want to just be the only ones just hacking away and just mm-hmm. doing whatever we want to build this so that multiple teams can be here, that multiple things can be happening. Right. We, we want that ecosystem. We want, you know, as corny as it sounds, we want like that, that relationship, that brothers and sister relationship of a community um, where we can lean on each other to develop Kansas city as a space, as opposed to against each other. Right. Yeah, and you guys, I guess, like you're saying, you get to be in in a, in a special role, but it's exciting at the same time of kind of leading the way, being the only ones right now. But I love that you mentioned that you do, you know, you do want competition, and I think to kind of take a step back on that, it's not like you know competition to to crush somebody else. Right? I don't mean that in a bad way, but truth be said. It, it, you know, without the competition, I think in any market, the industry can only go so far, right? And so having competition in different markets, right. having competition worldwide, I think sometimes people don't realize that you need that. Like, you know, what would the NBA, the NFL, what would any professional- Competition like? is profitable, so, you know? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So- Yep. 100%.
I mean, it's it's not about ego. It's about like building a real economic system here, and like we can only do that through people who are actually invested in the development of the industry and not in short-term profits. The right people. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely important. Yeah. Oh, awesome. Awesome. Well, listen, as, as we start to kind of wind things down here and, and get to the ends, I mean, I think you guys have done an incredible job, you know, sharing where you guys are at with the pioneers, you know, what your background stories are getting into it, as well as just professionally, it's been really awesome to hear about. Is there anything, uh, definitely will give you guys the opportunity, anything that we didn't touch on or anything that you want to retouch that you think is important um, before we start to wrap things up? Um, I would just say that uh, I would love for, um, you know, all the listeners and, and anyone who sees this on any social media to definitely check out uh, the Gaming for Good esports streaming event, especially if you're a Kansas City native. Um, that is going to be May 14th at 7 p.m. Uh, you can find all the information on our socials at KCEC Esport Org. Um, and that's on all socials. We really would love your guys' support. There's a lot of cool items to bid on. Um, please come stop by. And Perfect. and I think broadly, as as the I'm sure to be in the show notes, but uh, please come check out you know Pioneers GG um, and and support our cause as well as we continue to um, you know interact with uh, you know fascinating, passionate, eclectic people in the space we, we we could use your help and advocacy too so swing by kcp.gg or pioneers gg uh there's some other ones too but yeah we would be remiss if we didn't say that one for sure <laughs> no absolutely and actually so this episode will be released after that event but what so if people are listening right now you're going to be a week late but we'll put this i'm gonna put this across my socials um and, and we'll kind of uh let people know that it's going to be talked about in this episode and, and so i'll share that across my socials for anybody that might be um interested in the event because i definitely think that's something cool that you guys are doing awesome um, sounds good yeah yeah and and so for everybody listening thank you guys again for for tuning in i will have um both mark and sam's socials as well as kansas city pioneers if you guys are listening on apple Podcasts, we'll have them linked in the show notes we'll also link uh the website for the coalition event um for any of you guys that might be you know interested to see what happened in the event um and i don't know guys will there be a way to give post event or or will donations stop that night no, there'll be there'll definitely be a way. I mean, that's okay. part of the 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 Kansas City, um, you know, esports coalition will be a continued way to you know put some philanthropic efforts into the community. So for sure, okay, cool. Yeah, we'll yeah. we'll put out some more information, but the regional fund um, lives for it's for COVID, so that it's going to be around just you know for the entire <laughs> the entirety of this. Um, so okay. there'll definitely be some opportunities. Perfect. Perfect. Yes. Yeah, so and you guys listening, go and check that out and support them if you can. But again, Mark, Sam, thank you guys both for, for coming on. This is, this was fun. Thanks for having us. Yeah. Thanks Juan. Really appreciate it and appreciate the work you do and for the community, man. No problem. No problem. I appreciate that. But um, with, with that being said to all you guys listening, thank you again for tuning in um, and for catching the episode. If you're, uh, you know, a new listener, hope you enjoyed it. If you're a returning listener, thank you guys always again for the support. 
um, and, and sharing across socials and always giving your insight and opinions on everything going on. So with that being said, we'll catch you next week for another episode of the Lodges podcast. Hey, everyone. Thanks for listening. Please subscribe and leave us a five star rating. If you've enjoyed this, you can find out more about Lodges by searching on Instagram at Lodges underscore financial on Twitter at Lodges on eFuse at Lodges and on LinkedIn by searching for my name, Juan Rodriguez, J-U-A-N. Following on socials is the best way to be kept up to date with podcast updates and information. Thanks. And you were just listening to the Lodges podcast.